Hello, and welcome to the second ever episode of Tea Time with Tori. Before we start, I would like to give a very quick but very sincere thank you to everybody who reached out to me, whether through my social media, through my contact, my email, or simply just in conversation with me, and who brought up their feedback, their thoughts, their opinions, their feelings about our first episode. The thing that I think is so beautiful about this podcast is the fact that it is really collaborative, and I'll say it once and I'll probably say it a hundred times, but we help each other. I hope that, you know, the more that you can help me figure out what you need, what you respond to, what you resonate with, and what you want to hear, the more in turn I'll be able to help you. And as I said in my first episode, that's the goal of this podcast. You know, if I can help even one person, that's mission accomplished. So please never hesitate to reach out to me, to let me know what you're thinking and feeling, because it really helps guide me along in this process. So thank you to all of you who've done that so far. And additionally, I would like to congratulate those of you who came up to me and told me that, you know, you've taken on that challenge from the first week and you did push back your bedtime by half an hour. I had about five or six people reach out to me and say that they did that and it was successful and they really felt a difference in doing that. So that really is a challenging thing to do and I'm so happy that you took that on and you're starting to work on that. And for those of us who are still struggling through it and finding our way and trying to embrace that simple self-care, that basic self-care and get our rest, because it is difficult. I'm not saying it's not. I know I joke about it, but I really do go to bed super late and I'm working on that. But, you know, kudos to you. And again, thank you just for reaching out and letting me know how things are going and that it resonated with you and that it really had an effect on you. So thank you. All right, one more thing before we get started with today's topic. I would like to give a quick shout out to my dear friend, LaRue Hootmaker. LaRue is an absolutely brilliant artist and photographer, and she did the cover art for this podcast, Tea Time with Tori. So if you would like to see more of her beautiful work, you can go on Instagram and search LaRue's Photos, that is L-A-R-U-E-S, Photos, And you can see some of the things that she's come up with and created in the past. And you might even see a little bit of me on there, which is kind of fun and fresh. So, (laughs) LaRue, I love you. Thank you for being so wonderful to collaborate with, always. And let's do another photo shoot soon, okay? All right. So, with that being said, let's grab ourselves a cup of tea. Take a deep breath. and dive into today's topic, higher self-care. So as I touched on a little bit last time, I really believe that self-care has sort of two tiers or two levels to it. There's this idea of sort of a basic self-care, which we touched on, um, getting in touch with that inner child, um, reacting to your immediate needs to get yourself into a better headspace and to kind of move through difficulties and difficult times and circumstances where you don't feel like you're at your best. And again, those five things we talked about in our last episode for basic self-care, just as a little recap, are food and water, a welcoming environment, love and affection with an emphasis on physical contact, rest, absolutely, as I touched on a little bit in the intro to this episode, and creative or imaginative time. 
And I think that once you really dive into and embrace that first level or first tier rather of basic self-care, that's when you can begin to tap into and explore what we're going to be talking about today, which is higher self-care. So if basic self-care is this idea of caring for that inner child in those five ways, reacting to your immediate needs to center yourself and get into a place that's mindful, higher self-care is utilizing that mindfulness that you get from embracing the inner child and working on self-relationship. So this idea of self-relationship I think can be very intimidating because in our day-to-day lives we really do focus and give our energy to others. We're very, I believe, as human beings, giving creatures, and we want to form relationships to, you know, our partners, our friends, our family members, the people around us who we work and collaborate with. And yet, somehow, the irony of that is, we don't devote that same energy and love and attention to ourselves. And I think in building a self-relationship, sometimes what's really helpful and what we're going to use as sort of our guideline today is thinking about some of those other relationships that we have to other people that we do love and care about. And if we think about, okay, I want to build a relationship to myself, how do I do that? I think the first question is, how do you build a healthy relationship with somebody else? And I think the two things that are key to any good and healthy relationship are honesty and communication. So working with those two ideas of honesty and communication What we're going to do in today's episode is do something that I would like to call self-dialogue. So this can be out loud, you can ask yourself these questions quietly, and I'll be guiding you through them today to kind of give you an idea of a sample, but you don't have to follow these exact questions as you move along in this process and continue what hopefully will become like a habit to you. You can start asking different questions and kind of diving a little bit deeper. But this is just to get started because it is intimidating. I remember, you know, when I started doing this and I started asking myself these questions, it's hard. It's hard to be vulnerable with other people, yes, but I think it's even harder to be vulnerable with yourself and to admit to yourself, this is what I'm going through, this is what I'm thinking, and this is what I'm feeling. But that honesty, going back to our first point of the honesty and communication part, that honesty is so key to figuring out who you are, why you are the way that you are, why, the, why you feel the way that you feel, how you feel out your feelings, what affects you, you know, what you react to. And trying to make self-dialogue like this, it takes all of maybe five or ten minutes. Making it a daily practice can really help you to get in touch with yourself and, as I was saying, build a self-relationship. So... We're going to walk through, as I said, a self-dialogue together today. And don't worry, we're going to get through it. It's going to be good. And I really hope that we get something out of it. And I trust that you will, because as difficult as it can be to be vulnerable in this way with yourself, it really does pay off. And the more that you do it, the easier that it's going to become. So we're going to release fear and inhale self-love. We're going to inhale love for the self and just dive in, okay? You ready? Let's take a deep breath. In and out. Let's do another one. Ready, in. And release. Fill ourselves up with self-love, being ready for this 
process of asking ourselves these, these questions and releasing some of that fear and intimidation. It's going to be okay. In fact, it's going to be better than okay. It's going to be good. All right. So, let's start with the first question. How am I feeling today? Do I feel tired? Do I feel stressed? Do I feel sad? On the contrary, do I feel joyful? Do I feel loved? Do I feel content? Moving forward from that, why do I feel this way? What am I reacting to? Reflect a little bit on your day to day and think what led me to this place? What were the actions of today that got me to this point? Was it something that someone said or did? Because often enough, our personal reactions to things and our personal, you know, individual feelings are deeply affected by our interpersonal relationships, which I think is why it's so interesting to call this, you know, a self-relationship. Because in some ways it does relate to how we have relationships with other people and those relationships inform the self. So was it something that someone said or did that made me feel this way? If it was positive, if they made me feel loved and happy, reach out. <laughs> reach out and say thank you. Give them a hug, let them know, because then you're fostering a healthy relationship by encouraging a habit of those positive actions. You're affirming in others, this is how I want to be treated. This is what I like to see and hear from you. If it was negative, on the contrast, how do I feel about this person? Am I harboring hurt? Am I harboring resent? Do I feel angry? How can I work to forgive them? How might it feel to forgive this individual? To release those negative feelings around them and say, I want to move forward. Taking it a little bit further, how might it feel to thank them? I know that's a very, very intimidating and very difficult thing to do, especially when someone has hurt you very deeply and very personally, but I think it's empowering to turn a negative situation into a positive one. Thank you for treating me poorly because it taught me that I don't deserve that and it showed me your true colors and if you're going to continue to act like this, I don't want you in my life. Thank you for rejecting me. It means that we were not meant to work out and that there is a better fit for me out there who will love and respect me in the way that you can't. How would it feel to say thank you? Meditate on that a little bit, let that sit.
can I release or channel my current feelings in this moment? If I'm feeling joyful and content and something or someone made me feel this way, let's channel that. Some of my favorite works of writing, I love poetry especially, come from a joyful place. And when I feel that overwhelming joy, I just want to sit down and get my pen out and get it down on paper. And that's a wonderful thing. And we can tap into that joyful energy and turn it into so many wonderful things. We can create art from that place. If you're feeling angry, I think it's really important to get that aggression and that almost violent tendency out. Let's punch a pillow over and over until that anger is released. Let's clench our fists really tight, so tight, and release then, and release that angry urge that's inside. If you're feeling sad, let's find a safe space to cry. Because for as much as our culture seems to shame and put down crying as less than or weak, it is strong. It is strong, and I want to say that over and over, it's strong to acknowledge how you feel. And I know I'm guilty of that. I get in my own head about crying and releasing how I'm truly feeling, but it is empowering. And it is a sign of strength and emotional maturity to be in touch with yourself in that way and release. Maybe it's a matter of finding somebody that you trust to talk out those feelings with. So again, how can I release or channel these current feelings so that I am able to move forward in a positive direction? It's all about channeling into the positive no matter what the situation. And positive doesn't mean, and I want to be clear about this, it doesn't mean being bubbly happy all of a sudden, like, oh, somebody said something really mean about me, let's smile through it. That's not what I'm getting at. I'm saying, rather than let somebody else steal your joy and letting them be the focus of your attention and becoming super down and bogged about what someone did or said, Allow yourself to feel those emotions, validate them, but then say, I am not controlled by the situation and I am not controlled by what I'm feeling. And I have the power to channel it in a direction that empowers me and strengthens me. All right, and all of that having been said, We've completed our very quick and very simple self-dialogue, beginning this sort of self-relationship. And I think that this self-dialogue, this act of both honesty and communication, wherein you don't judge yourself, that's a big part of this that I don't know if I put up front, but it's important as you move along this process not to judge what you're feeling as you go through these questions or other questions that you might develop as you get better at this practice and move along. You know, if you're feeling angry, if you're really hurt about something, don't judge that. Say to yourself, okay, this is how I'm feeling in this moment. This is what I'm reacting to. And that's all right. That's perfectly all right. That's so valid. And unconditionally, I love and accept myself and how I'm feeling today. 
but yet again, accept it, validate it, and then work consciously to get it into a positive, to release those feelings, to act on those feelings in a constructive and empowering way. And my challenge to you for this upcoming week is maybe not every day, because it's hard sometimes when you're first starting, it can be very intimidating. Work through this self-dialogue on your own one time. One time before our next episode. Take 10 minutes at the end of your day, or when you first get out of bed, on a piece of paper, quietly out loud, whatever it may be. Ask yourself, how am I feeling today? Why do I feel this way? What am I reacting to? Was it something someone said or did? How do I want to reach out to them? Or do I want to reach out to them? How would it feel to forgive this person? How would it feel to thank them? And then finally, again, how can I release or channel my current feelings and move into a positive and empowering space with them? All right, and that is the conclusion of our second episode. Thank you so, so much for listening yet again. And I hope that this was able to help you out in the beginnings of a self-relationship or a tier two sort of self-care. Thank you so, so much. Bye-bye.